impact that will uh, last long after we die. So that's the first thing that I think of when we say legacy. So I think if Biotesia is remembered as an African company that came and, and uh, disrupted and transformed the healthcare system in a uh, positive way with access to available and affordable tests to every citizen on the, co on the continent would be a wonderful legacy. I love that legacy. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that with baby steps and small milestones and scaling up to the rest of the continent, we should be able to. Um, but again, I would like to emphasize that education is important to change mindsets. And that's why Biotesia wants to create an impact and a long-term legacy through education, research, and development. And that's our overall mission. And that's the legacy that we want to leave. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Jacob uh, Fortun with Doors Within Us. Uh, this is a continuation of our collaboration with the African Diaspora Network, uh, part of the program that um, I'm interviewing some really amazing builders of Africa's future. Uh, literally, the program is called Builders for Africa's Future Program. And um, uh, it has been an honor to interview some really amazing uh, fellows at the, at the Builders of Africa's Futures cohort of 2022. And I'm really, really honored and, you know, just a great privilege to have uh, another amazing entrepreneur um, uh, who all of us are going to learn about today. Uh, and he's, uh, she actually... Um, just took the time out of her business ready to be here to for us to, to 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 hear about her story what she's building in africa and also uh kind of learn from her and some from some inspirational questions um so um welcome uh hanan uh chibone chibono i hope i pronounced it right please please uh, good morning jacob yes correct this is uh, hanan shibinu dr hanan shibinu yes Hanan Shibinan and um, Hanan, thank you so much for being here. And please, please, um, we're looking forward to learning from you. Uh, the the listeners are looking forward to learning from you today. Um, so please, do can we just start? Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, thank you, Jacob. Um, I'm Dr. Hanan Shibinu. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Biotesia, a uh, biotech uh, company based in Casablanca, Morocco. Uh, before we start this podcast, I would like to thank you, Jacob, and the words within us for uh, hosting me today, and as well as the Builders of Africa and the AMI, the African Management Institute, for this wonderful opportunity. You're welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure and honor. So thank you. Thanks for being here. It's thank you. Um, so uh, just for us to start off, can you just tell us... Um, how did you grow up? What was like? What was it like? Did you grow up in Morocco? Um, what was what was the experience? You know, with your of, you know your parents. Can you just give us a picture of what it was like? You know, your primary school experience, um, secondary school experience, or you know, just like early years, formative years. Uh, it's, it's just thank, thank you, Jacob. So as I said, I was born and raised in France. Uh, I'm the firstborn uh, in a family of two. Uh, both of my parents were civil servants of our Kingdom of Morocco, and this really explains my strong attachment and patriotism for my beloved country. Uh, I spend my life uh, in the USA and Morocco. I practice as a DNP in functional neurosurgery 
uh, specializing in Parkinson's disease and essential tremor. And I recently graduated with my doctorate from the University of Pennsylvania. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. So additionally, I function as the CEO and co-founder of Bayutesia, based in Casablanca, Morocco. But as I said, every summer, I used to spend my vacation um, at my grandparents' house in Bengaria, uh, which is 70 kilometers north of Marrakesh, uh, which also expanded, I would say, my attachment to my country. And as uh, when I was young, I, I witnessed how women and children um, had um, difficulty accessing uh, routine diagnostic testing and preventative medicine, um, especially in rural and remote areas uh, in small cities and villages of Morocco. A woman, for example, would travel up to five hours uh, for a routine test um, that is needed. And, and, and the fact that I was also president of the Association for Education and Development as well as representing Morocco or the Kingdom of Morocco at the first youth forum uh, with the UNESCO really reinforced my, um, my desire to make a change in our continent and be part of the change. Awesome. That is incredible. Uh, by the way, congratulations um, on completing a doctorate. I, first of all, completing at University of Pennsylvania in anything is hard. Uh, and completing a doctorate is, is, is outstanding. So um, it's such, um, that such an excellence is, is um, just highly, 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 um, um, uh, you know, has to be highly praised. And thank you. Thank you for your work. I know thank we'll get you. into your work, but thank you so much for your work and what you're doing. Uh, and thanks for sharing about the background. Um, thank you. So we, we talked, uh, were there um, along the way, me doing a doctorate or starting the company. Mm -hmm. Do you have any mentors in University of Pennsylvania that helped you kind of you know, launch the company or, you know, maybe help you how to file for an LLC if you did? But there are only people along the way that just helped you to get you on your feet um, uh, as you started this company or maybe, you know, any emotional support you had <laughs> along the way. So any mentors uh, that I've had in my life, would you say, uh, overall? Yes, I, I think um, uh, specifically for your company. Um, sure. So I, I'll tell you that I've been lucky enough to have, I would say, uh, many mentors in my life. Um, I believe that no one mentor can be enough to, to guide your path um, in all the things that you may encounter in life or in your career. Uh, so I can say that I was fortunate enough to be very close to my grandmother, who was my first mentor, I would say my mother and my daughters, to name a few. But I would say that Builders of Africa uh, and AMI, the African Management Institute, have been great mentors and partners uh, that share the same vision, uh, which is building Africa's tomorrow. And uh, we are truly grateful and honored to be part of, of, of this 2022 cohort and understanding us um, and our vision and what we want to accomplish and supporting us through this journey. Uh, we joined this program looking for partners that believe in us, um, in Biotesia's vision and understanding um, and uh, supporting what we are trying to achieve. So I would say that my, my Biotesia team uh, and co-founders who 
through each of them have mentored me, I would say in their own way uh, to make me the CEO that I am today. So we have since day one, uh, always supported each other. And a lot of people have been part of this journey and they all know who they are. Um, and by this token, actually, I would like to thank each and every one of them and, and, and express uh, my sincerest gratitude to them on behalf of the entire Biotessia team. Amazing, amazing. And let's get into the Biotessia uh, as a company. So how did you, how, how did this all get started? Um, what was the, you know, we always have visions, we always have things to build, mm -hmm. but what was when did you actually pull the plug and said, okay, I'm going to get this company together. This is going to be like an entity. Um, how was that process like? Um, please give us okay. a background. What I can tell you, Jacob, is that I cannot really pinpoint to a single factor, uh, but rather a multitude of, of events that really contributed and, and, and catalyzed the creation of Biotessia. Uh, we as members of the Moroccan diaspora uh, have contemplated uh, being actors of the sanitary reform uh, that His Majesty has um, initiated. And, and I think the pandemic also was a catalyst. Um, and and, and uh, for example, I'll take a simple example that did you know that, for example, a PCR test uh, would cost like over 60 to 80 US dollars and that, for example, the lack of, of, of testing availability and that many Moroccans would have to travel hours to receive a diagnostic PCR test for various pathogens and, and viruses, as well as other critical lab tests for many chronic diseases. So that's also one of the reasons, basically, that um, in an effort to empower Morocco's, uh, Morocco's um, preventive healthcare system and improve health outcomes, and solve actually this issue, reduce the cost, and, and but also speed up the turnaround time, uh, Biotessia has come up with an innovative approach in alignment, of course, with our King's vision and the universal health coverage to, to solve this issue um, for underserved populations and minority populations, and, uh, uh, which is an innovative uh, solution that is sustainable and scalable uh, to the rest of our continent. And, and fortunately, uh, Biotestia envisions, a, a, like I would say, a, a threefold solution centered around the three A's, which is availability, affordability, and accessibility. And, and, and Biotestia really seeks to provide faster and cheaper medical diagnostics for rural and, and, and underserved populations. I hope this answers and gives you an idea on how the company started and 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 how uh, what was the opportunity that made us um, make make the move. Most definitely, most definitely. I like I love those three A's. I think most uh, in most uh, emerging markets or you know or growth markets of you know depending on what definition you have, those those three A's are very important. And I think. Uh, democratizing that, you know, it can really leverage a lot of people um, and provide opportunities for a lot of people to access the healthcare that they need. So I, I think the work is uh, outstanding. The foundation sounds really sound and, you know, meaningful to what, what communities will definitely need. So um, that that's amazing. Um, just getting to that, what were some of the early challenges that you faced uh, before when you were starting this company? Um, um, in terms of maybe, you know, did you have uh, any uh, 
maybe if it was difficult raising money or was it difficult, you know, um, get to so what I would say is one of actually the biggest hurdle that Biotestia has faced early on in its, in its um, establishment was obtaining and securing sufficient funding, especially as a startup. Uh, like locating financial sources and applying to various grants has certainly been a challenge. Mm -hmm. Got you. And do you think, um, how, so was there uh, any support? And, and we, you talked to you, I mean, there was a lot of gratitude you shared with your teammates, uh, your mm -hmm. co-founder, and as well as the uh, African Diaspora Network. Um, mm -hmm. How did your... Um, how did these platforms or how did the co-founder or your teammates help you to really overcome this hurdle of funding or perhaps other challenges that you may have faced early on uh, in the process of building uh, building this, this amazing company? So as I said earlier, luckily enough, we're five co-founders uh, who have a very strong uh, desire to impact and support the Moroccan health reform initiated by our king. Uh, as for me, I can tell you that since a very young age, as I said, I wanted to be an actor of change as the former president of the Association, as I said earlier. So I always looked for, for ways to impact healthcare for women and children. And spending those summers at my great-grandfather's great house, where we originally from uh, in Benguerir, I told you, uh, outside of Marrakesh, and seeing how women needed the basic routine tests really was, was, um, was a must because that was really heartbreaking. And I felt that there was an urge to make a change. So my other four co-founders had the same desire for years, uh, but the timing was not optimal. And one of my co-founders actually has been involved in the healthcare field and, and was very conscious of the areas needing improvement and therefore uh, co-creating Biotestia was a um, was a step in the right direction. That's that's great. It's it's hard to find one co-founder. It's impossible to find two co-founders. Well, we we got lucky. We ended up with five. <laughs> very hard. It's very hard. Um, so, um, so for now, I know you're part of the builders of Africa's um, future, building Africa for tomorrow. Um, and they, uh, you know, there's um, resources, you know, support, mentorship, and all that. Uh, as a team, uh, what what do you guys envision in the next um, two years? I always said five years, but you no, know, COVID happens. Good things can happen. So I now take it to two years. <laughs> no, two years is more <laughs> practical. <laughs> So what, what are the plans? So anticipate as far as plans. So we anticipate scaling up to the rest of our African continent. Uh, our King's vision has always been uh, inclusive uh, with our South, South Cooperation, which is Cooperation Sud Sud. Uh, we also want to scale up our impact to the rest of Africa while looking to expand our revenues and expand into the rest of the continent. So we have already identified four African countries that we have started discussions with, and we are eager to start within two years, to be realistic. So to go back to your two years that you just mentioned. Oh. Is, is Cameroon part of those countries? <laughs> Not in the four, unfortunately, but you never know. Things uh, happen very fast. So we're... we're uh, that's hard we're optimistic where we will scale up to the rest of the continent 
I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Thanks. Thanks so much for bringing that up. So um, this, this now uh, it's a bunch of questions that just has to do with um, uh, it's a form of very like, personal, but also very inspirational questions for people to know what drives you and what motivates you. Um, mm-hmm. What do you want to leave uh, as a legacy? Um, just two surprising questions here. What was the most defining moment of your life, of your, of your career building this company? You can talk about a very big success or a, a very um, um, huge failure. Um, can you have, do you have any defining moments uh, within building this company that was a great success that you want to share or um, a failure that inspired you to say, you know what, I, I, can, I can do this, I can keep going, I can continue building this company? Well, what I can tell you for sure is that what I can say that one was, uh, what am I most proud of, I would say, is really my team, the amazing team, meeting and building this together. Um, I I truly believe that uh, we're lucky to have each other, an amazing team of professionals always. Um, and greatest success or failure, like you just asked, um, I would say being um, open-minded and accepting all the challenges you're facing um, and finding a solution to continue to move forward. So I think learning and growing as an individual, but also as an entrepreneur uh, is really uh, my greatest success. Awesome. Awesome. And would that that be the advice you give to other entrepreneurs? (laughs) So who are considering starting a starting a, a business or a, a, a startup okay so i would say to any fellow entrepreneurs listening to this podcast uh, i advise you to always believe in yourself uh, never doubt your ability to pursue your dreams and to be a successful entrepreneur uh, make the most of every and each opportunity be prepared uh, alert at all times and most of all, ready to network. I cannot uh, begin to emphasize the importance of, of establishing uh, solid relationships. Uh, so what I would say, keep going, be bold, and be brave. That's, 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 that's beautiful. Um, books or a podcast or any materials that has helped you um, that you would recommend to entrepreneurs or even business leaders, uh, managers um, to just look up and, you know, can be a guide for them. Any books you have in mind or any podcasts? I didn't didn't hear the first part. So I heard materials, but you mentioned books. Um, I I highly recommend the book on African girl, African woman uh, by the talented Moroccan author, Dr. Hind Bouhiya. Uh, this book, uh, I would say, particularly struck a chord with me since it, 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 it explores um, the pivotal role played by the African woman in re- realizing the African uh, digital and technological revolution. It is a motivational book about woman empowerment. And, and the book is really a, a testament of, of, of how dreams uh, can happen through a solid education, uh, deep-rooted values, and perseverance. Um, I I truly believe that it is a must-read for any aspiring young female entrepreneur. Uh, 
Um, the second book that I could recommend would be um, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team mm. by uh, Patrick Lencioni. Uh, and it's a book really that investigates the main cause of, of, of team failure while describing the setbacks um, that teams usually face when working together. So it's really about team building. And, and according to this book, the, the, the main uh, five dysfunctions are, uh, first of all, the absence of trust, which is a, a foundation when you're working and collaborating with other people, um, fear of conflict, um, uh, lack of commitment, um, avoidance of accountability and, and inattention to results. And as you know, you have to be very detailed oriented. So these five dysfunctions are the, the main, I would say, cause of, 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 of failures in, 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 in companies or any teams. And I really, uh, I really enjoyed reading this book and I highly recommend it to anyone who is considering the uh, entrepreneurial world and, and, and wanted to work closely with the rest of their team. Girl, African woman. And the second one, the second one, the five dysfunctions of a team. Those books are great. I get on those books. Um, did, you, did you write them down? Are you planning to, uh, to put them on your reading list? I have to, I have, I mean, uh, um, I mean, those are really, I, I, can't, I can't believe you actually remember all the five dysfunctions. <laughs> because they make you do like a workshop, you have to to remember them. Yes. So yes. trust, conflict, commitment, uh, lack of accountability, and, and, and um, inattention to results. Inattention to results, yeah. Wow, that's 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 powerful. To all our listeners, please get the books. Those two books, I think, is is uh, um, it will really change your life. Yeah, great books. They'll change your life. Um, what was, what has been the best advice you've ever received? So I was talking. We talk about the best advice you've ever received, and uh, you give putting yourself a hundred percent into everything you do. And the second thing mm-hmm. was. Uh, success gets you or failure gets to your heart yes success gets your to your head and never let your failures get to your heart your heart wow that's powerful that is i think you have two things you always have two two book recommendation two advice <laughs> it comes in pairs uh, thanks thanks for that that's that's brilliant um so uh, for us, this is last, the last two questions here uh, as we kind of, um, you know, um, wind down here. Is there, um, if someone knows you best, uh, anybody that knows you best, what would they say or oh, that describes that describes you? Anybody that knows you best, uh, maybe it's kind of your co-founder, a close friend. What do you think they'll say? best about about you um <laughs> a, a compassionate leader a compassionate leader that's how uh, that's how they always um call me because i i really truly think that um 
what we're trying to do here is make an impact. Um, the goal of Biotesia and the first, um, our mission when we first joined this journey is, is really to make an impact. And, and, and when they um, nominated me or chose me as their CEO, they saw that there is um, like, a, 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 like a feature that you have to have is compassion, especially when you're dealing with health. Uh, which is one of the pillars of any uh, society, I would say. I mean, there are three pillars in any society. And I always say the three of them is, uh, are education, uh, health, and justice. And health is an important one. And I think this uh, pandemic experience made us realize that it is an important component of our everyday life. So I would say, uh, they would say that I'm a compassionate leader uh, that thinks uh, strategically. I like to embrace change um but also share knowledge so i think that would be a good way i mean i hope i'm right i'll ask him after this podcast if they agree with me <laughs> uh, i mean i can sense that to be honest um there's there's some i think even when you speak you, i can tell there's some level of strategy you, you kind of think in in uh in layers which is great for a leader uh, when you talk, um, I can see the passion. It's not just something you do because you had to, but it sounds like um, uh, you really believe in the mission and 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 the goal of it. And, and so, it, it, I can, it can I can see it. Thank you, Jacob. Looks very genuine. And, and thanks, just thank you for being here, for being in the world, and for sharing your work. Um, it's very hard to find people that have all the skills that you have. And to actually use it for what you're using it for, right? I think uh, some people in your position might, you know, go work for a big farmer, which is fine. And know he does some great work in the world, but you decided to do something like this that is really difficult and um, very challenging. So um, I really want to appreciate and actually um, use this opportunity to say thank you for your work. Um, and we hope we're here to support in any way possible. And for us to just round up the podcast, how do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to um, remember you for the work or, you know, uh, as a person, as a female entrepreneur, that is actually one of the, I would say, a frontier in this space. Um, how do you want mm -hmm. your work um, moving forward? So, I mean, you use the word legacy, and to me, legacy is making an impact that will uh, last long after we die. So that's the first thing that I think of when you say legacy. So I think if Biotesia is remembered as an African company that came and, and uh, disrupted and transformed the healthcare system in a uh, positive way with access to available and affordable tests, to every citizen on the on the continent would be a wonderful legacy. I love that legacy. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that with baby steps and small milestones and scaling up to the rest of the continent, we should be able to. Um, but again, I would like to emphasize that education is important to change mindsets. And that's why Biotesia wants to create an impact and a long-term legacy through education, research, and development. And that's our overall mission. And that's the legacy that we want to leave. Amazing. Amazing. And I have to say, this legacy will come to fruition 
it will not just be a maybe, it will happen. Uh, I believe in, uh, you know, just possible condition, but you have all the skill sets and the resources to do that. And I'm excited for the future. Um, it's great to have people like you here in, um, in, uh, in doing the work in Africa. And just, just a behind story, my roommate in past college, uh, right after college was Moroccan. So we used to watch a lot of, um, I've had the, I've had the, um, I've had an, uh, just a wonderful time with, with this, uh, great friend of mine, uh, who's Moroccan and we, we used to watch a lot of soccer. I had a great time. So it's great to meet another fellow Moroccan, um, great. <laughs> many years later. So, but thank you. Thank you so much, Hanin. Thank, thank you, Jacob. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, I can tell you that it's 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 an absolute privilege and honor to be part of this collaboration, and 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 I hope to continue to collaborate with the African Diaspora Network, uh, with the African Management Institute, and builders of Africa, the entire cohort. Uh, as I said, and hopefully to remain in touch and collaborate, um, not only just during the program, but even after, uh, and, and hopefully come back to uh, do wars with us and give you updates on, on how we're doing in, in a year or so and how uh, we're scaling up to the rest of the continent. Definitely. Invitations open anytime. Uh, and I'm excited to come to Casablanca sometime in the future. I would love to. Um... <laughs> Hi. for sure for sure no thank you so much uh, to all our listeners um just a great entrepreneur part of bills of africa's future and um please if you have feedback comments uh, reach out to us at jacob at germany uh, and uh we're excited for this cohort so thanks again honey and we'll see you guys in the next episode. thank you bye jacob Thank you.